3, verses 1 and 12. Unifying principle, it can be tempting to treat friends with more leniency and energy with more harassment than they deserve. Tempting to treat friends with more leniency and enemies with more harshness than they deserve. How can treat people treat others justly? That's a good question. How can people treat others justly? Exodus deals with justice for all people, including one's enemies. That's protection on the law. As humans, we do treat others a little harsh sometimes once they mistreat us. Yeah. This is when the Holy Spirit has to know them, let you know that vengeance is mine. Mm -hmm. He said he will repay, amen, says the Lord. He will repay. Now, a lot of times, we don't think it's going to happen. David said, fret not yourself, because of neither doers, neither be thy enemies of workers of iniquity, for they shall soon be cut down like the grass, and says that they shall wither. So we have to give space to God. Now that means our feelings, our feelings, our thoughts. You can get mean towards people and hold back what they love, which you want. Everybody wants to be accepted. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Regardless of what their habits are, they want to be accepted. So we have to always give way to the Holy Spirit. Allow Him, allow Him to have vengeance. See, a lot of times our vengeance is harsh. Amen. A lot of people don't repent it for what they've done. And so we have to leave all of that judgment, amen, and reconciliation to God. Amen. Our main thought, you shall not follow a majority in wrongdoing. When you bear witness in a lawsuit, you should not side with the majority as to be as to prevent justice. 
took a look at the Emmett Till story. <coughs> we know for a fact what happened there. And a lot of things that did happen, it was not in the story. And so they had it set to where you got 12 jurors, jurors of your peers. But it was a all stacked. Stacked against the men that, well, they were stacked with the men that did wrong. They put 12 white gentlemen there that believed in What's that law? Capital punishment. No. The Jim Crow law? Jim Crow. Uh, that's what yeah. I'm talking about. And so they continue to keep that going. They even do okay. that today. They thought it was going to be uh, a hung jury when it came to the young man that killed George Floyd. So he's instructing us not to take sides because there is a majority to get along with people. If you got to stand, you got to do what? Stand alone. When you know you're right about something, we have to stand there. Let the record show that I don't agree with that because it's against my religion against what God has said. And so <clears throat> I spell alone. A lot of people give in because the majority is going this way. If that's the case, our society rules the church. Makes no difference what the law says. If it's wrong, it's wrong. Law accepts it. But when it comes to God, we got to find out what He said. Will everybody doing it? That don't make it right. It's a thing of today. That's true, but that doesn't make it right. And so we have to stand up against those things. I'm reaching main thought again. You shall not follow majority in wrongdoing. When you bear witness in a lawsuit, you shall not side with the majority so as to be, as to prevent justice, nor shall you be partaker or partial to the poor in a lawsuit. Amen. Jury duty. Jury duty. You have to sit and listen. People want you to side with them. Amen. What you think about it? <laughs> so because we're a friend, you want to go that route. That's not actually what the Lord say do. When you're a friend, you just stand and say, no, that's not right, buddy. A lot of people are afraid to lose friends. But if you lose a person by telling them the truth, they're really not your true friend. Because love comes with discipline. When you love a child, you what? 
and let them know the right thing. A lot of times we want to make sure we do it our way, but that's not the right way. Amen. That God has told us to do it or to allow them to do it. He said he chastened whom he loved. And that's the thing with us as parents. We're supposed to be reflections of God. We're supposed to guide. We're supposed to tell the right thing. There are come a time you have to what? Discipline. You have to discipline in order to keep that child in the straight in the narrow. Verse, verse 1, thou shalt not raise a false report. Put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. People want to pay you off. People want you to vote for them and they're going to vote for you. <laughs> you don't vote for me. I'm not going to vote for you. Amen. I want you to be the president. I want you to be, amen, one of the top people in the society or when it comes to an organization or when it comes to a church. He says, thou shalt not raise a false report. And we got to be careful there because you got people reputation on the line. Y'all get my quiet. Reputation on the line. But you got a lot of people going to lie. Amen. And I've gone through some of that. Mm -hmm. Amen. I've gone through some of that when it comes to false reports. But we got to understand, they buried the truth. They buried the truth. And in three days, the truth got up. So once we are standing on truth, once we know for a fact that that lie that was told, Amen. It's going to cease one day. Mm -hmm. But the Bible said people will believe a lie before they believe the truth. Amen. Everybody saying it, that doesn't make it true. Amen. See? And you got a lot of people that done changed the truth. By the time they got to you, you don't know whether the truth or not. See? So thou shalt not raise a false report. But put thine hand, put not thine hand with the wicked to be an unrighteous witness. Thou shalt not follow a multitude to do evil. Neither shalt thou speak in a cease to decline after many to rational judgment. And so he said in the law, he said in the law, we're coming from the book of what? <clears throat> Exodus chapter 23, as we Go out, we see Moses now is bringing the report back to the congregation. He's, said, he's telling them exactly what thus says the Lord. Neither shall thy uh, countenance a poor man in his cause. So, <clears throat> we're not going to support you in this. We're not going to be a part of that. Verse 4, if thou meet thine enemy's ox or his ass going astray, thou shalt surely bring it back to him again. Thou shalt surely bring it back to him again. That's his livelihood. That's his livelihood that he's speaking of. And this is what helps people along the way. And if it's not yours, don't bother me. 
But if you do know that it belongs to somebody else, take it back to them. Mm -hmm. Hello, somebody? Yeah. You got to be careful. People try to set you up too, especially on these jobs. They lay down some money. All right. They got cameras now, you know. And so you got to really be careful. He said, take it back to him again. If thou see the ass of him that hated thee lying under his burden <laughs> and wouldeth forbear to help him, thou shalt surely help with him. Help him out. We have to go. Twain. He said, if he asked you to go a mile, he said, go Twain with him. Twain means two. Oh, okay. He said, if you go one mile, he asked you to come, come go with me a mile. And you know for a fact that you ain't mine. I, I really shouldn't be helping you, but I'm going to help you. Now, by being Christian, by being Christ-like, he said, go beyond that. Go beyond that. Listen to it again. If you see his, the ass of him that hated thee lying under his burden, and would have forbear to help him, thou shalt surely help with him. Trying to get him up out of that muck. Trying to get him up out of the, amen, the, the, the ditch that he's in. Help him, help him get him out of that. And you hear what Christ said. He said, by doing so, you shall reap coals of fire on the head. This is what Paul was saying in the book of Romans. By doing so, if he said, if he hunger, eat. Mm -hmm. If he thirst, give him drink. You know for a fact that they don't like you, and you see them having trouble. Amen. He said, go ahead and help him. What that does, that opens blessings up for you. See? He would he expect us to set the tone to let others know that there is a better way. See? There was a better way. You see him on the burden, he said it happened. Even though he done lied, even though they got a false report out, even though he's your enemy, he said still treat him right. Amen. Now that's not easy to do. Amen. That's not easy to do, because 9 out of 10, they're going to come back and call where the help was. And if you helped them in the past, and they done showed themselves to be untrustworthy towards you, and they got your name ringing, they coming back. They coming back. Yes. Amen. Because they know for a fact that you ain't even help. First thing they'll let you know, you, you're a Christian. <laughs> they'll remind you of your duty. And so he's saying, if you see his off down, you see his ass down and under his burden, the man trying to get him up out of there, he said, help him. help help He done took from you in the past. But the Lord said, help. What that do? That opens the door for you to receive blessing. He said, by this, 
teacher, how many? All men. God wants you to be the example towards the people. He wants you to show mercy even though they don't deserve it. Even though they done mistreated you, even though they done talked, even though they done spent your money, they back for some more. <laughs> you ain't get them no more. <laughs> Don't be nobody's fool. Cut it off. Cut it off. How do I know? Years ago, I had to, someone to do my car. That's when I was driving the seat. They took it, washed it. I told them, don't take it any farther now. Just take it to the house and bring it back to the church while he was in church. Got a call that the car was about 25 miles out of town. Then had an accident. Person didn't have a license. So they called their brother. The brother stood in front of it. He took the accident on his behalf, on his license. Now my insurance going up. They called me last week to borrow my car. The same person that went off with my car and had an accident years ago. This got to be 25 years ago. And so I remind them, no. Because it's getting rough out there, the traffic on that road. My insurance, amen. I had to pay my insurance higher. And I know you need a car, but they got people that you call Uber. <laughs> <laughs> call them. I'm not giving up my vehicle. Amen. You got to understand where to draw the line. See, even though you're being kind, even though you're being nice. Don't put yourself to the point to where you're going to be hurt again. Amen. Come on, talk to me. <laughs> See? So they're going to come back. That's what I'm, that was my point. They're coming back. But you got to know that if you don't change, they still going to walk over you. So stand up. No, that's not going to happen now. I still love you, but no. You don't never have to call me again. That's up to you. But I want you to understand that I'm not putting myself in that type of predicament anymore. Some people are run over you. That's if you let them. Am I right about it? They'll keep using you. And I've seen some smart people since they've been on crack cocaine. They can get that money out of you. Come on, talk to me. They come with some of the saddest stories. <laughs> You'll be the crazy one they would <laughs> <laughs> And if you don't stand, mm -hmm. see, they'll continue to use you. <laughs> so he said, Thou shalt not wrestle the judgment of thy poor in his cause. <laughs> Keep thee from far from a false matter. We got to keep that in mind. Keep thee far from a false matter, and the innocent and righteous slain thou not. And I will not justify the wicked. 
Keep thee far from a false matter. Don't participate. Don't get close to it. Y'all keep that foolishness away. You're not going to steal it and then put it on my property to keep it. <coughs> Come on, talk to me. Move that. <laughs> See? That's a false thing. That's, that's not real. You, you done did that. You done stole that. And I'm not going to house it at my place. <laughs> They'll put it on you as if you let them. <laughs> See? So keep far from it because if you're a participant, you know, you could be sitting in the car. <laughs> you part of it if you're sitting in the car. They still in there, they come out in the car. And you know they done stole, you need to get them out of there. Amen. What you done did? You didn't have no money when you went in that store. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, keep far from it. <clears throat> Any questions so far? Thou shalt, and thou shalt take no gift, for the gift blindeth the wise. He's talking about bribery. And prevented the words of the righteous. He's talking about people paying you off to say, wrong thing or not to say anything at all. Tell you what, I'm going to pay you some money, dog. I'm going to tell you about that. It keeps you from telling the truth. You don't have a lot of people being paid under the table. See? Just to get something through. Just to get something See? So he said, keep far from a false matter. And he talks about don't take gifts in verse 8. The gift means money, but the gift blinded the wise and preceded, prevented the words of the righteous. Keep you from speaking the truth because you don't took his money. And, and, and even though you remember that on uh, like what woman of the, the diary of a mad black woman. You remember that? And he told him, you got my money. Oh, yeah. <coughs> he shot that lawyer. I mean, remember that. Yeah. <coughs> took that money, yeah, took the money. And that caused trouble. See, The love of money is the root. You're going to be thinking, what can I do with this? I'll give you 20000 to keep your mouth shut. You're going to think about that money. I can do a lot of that. The only thing I need to do is just hush. Don't say that. Here is 20,000. For the love of money. <laughs> Paul said, many have erred from the faith. 
which causes you to do things. See? I think it was the old days talked about that. Money, money, money. Make you steal from your brother. It'll make you kill your own mother. You think about it on old forensic movies, how they trace things back to insurance policies. Got millions of dollars on insurance policies. And then they set it up that it looked like someone broke in and killed, but sometimes it be the own husbands. Sometimes it be the own wives that done killed because of the money. See, millions of dollar policies. And so the love of it will call you to do something. That's why he said, trust in him. And he'll bring it to pass. Trouble with that, we got to wait on. God don't move like others. Amen. For the trying of your faith, work it patient. So in the midst of the storm, Amen. People got many reasons that they're giving it to you to help you pay your bill, and now something comes behind that. Hello, somebody. So this is what. The laws of justice and mercy, even though the law is there, yet it's for everybody. Just because you're right, that doesn't mean that you mistreat people. See? No questions? Number nine, also thou shalt not oppress a stranger, for ye know Part of a stranger. Seeing ye were strangers in the land of Egypt. Don't forget where you come from. Yeah, right. Don't forget the time was hard with you. And so when you see individuals traveling and trying to make it, he said, don't oppress them. Amen. Don't, don't, don't make it hard for them because there are times in your life as strangers you entered into the other people's territory. The Lord made a way for you and now you're where you are. He's saying be kind towards people. Try to help them along the way. Even though they done what? <clears throat> Did you wrong? Yet, you'll never know how it feels unless you walk in somebody else's shoes. And so the Lord said, now, don't forget what you were. Don't forget how I brought you. Don't you forget it was me that blessed you. And now when you're on your lofty position, you don't have, amen, the worries that you had in the past, the oppression that you had. Amen. Things don't got easier for you. When you see others going through, he said, don't put a burden upon them. Always remember where you come from. I had a tub the other day. I went and got every tub that they had. 
skin tones, foot tones. I went and got those tubs and I keep them at the house. Why do I do it? To remind me where the Lord has brought me from. Come on, talk to me. Keep your mind, amen. That's how my dad do it. Don't, don't try to get so high. That's to remind me. I do some things to remind me. A replica of where I come from. Where God has brought me from. How many know he brought you from a long way? Amen. Those are the things that we have to keep in mind. Sorry about that, Ruth. Those are the things that we have to keep in mind. Have something to remind you of the struggle, the blessing that he brought you to, and blessing that he took you out of. Amen. He took you from the muck and the marrow where you didn't have anything. And so he said, Thank when you, you get to the land that flows with milk and honey, beware, at least you forget me. He's putting the warning out. Don't forget me. So I have those tubs, those little foot tubs. Amen. We, ain't up. we didn't bathe all the time in bathtubs. We didn't shower. Amen. We had tubs, foot tubs. Mm -hmm. That you put your foot in. <laughs> Bathe every part of your body in a foot tub. <laughs> Amen. And then they actually leave the water for somebody else. <laughs> so don't forget where you come from. This is what he's saying to the church. We as people of God have been blessed. I'll say it again. We as people of God have been blessed. Amen. And so, don't forget no inspiration where you come from. Amen. That's right. See? Those little yellow seats that you had, they helped us get through, but we was on our way. And so he blessed us when we didn't have anything. And you got to realize the way we Take care of what we have, says to him, we appreciate. Amen. You're not yeah. talking to me. We appreciate what you've done for us. We thank you. I'm not buying shoes for you to walk on the hill. Mm -hmm. I'm not buying, I'm not getting this for you, amen, to disrespect me. I'm giving this to you. And once you receive it, show me. By taking care of it. Amen. How appreciative you are. Hello, somebody. Yeah. Think about where you come from. This is all he's saying to them. Be careful how you treat people. You was there at one time. But now if you've been blessed and you got an attitude. Mm. That's not the way he backs on us as children of God. There are laws of justice and mercy. Have a little mercy. Have a little mercy. Don't we want God to have mercy on us? Amen. 
Don't forget that you was a stranger in the land of Egypt. And the six years thou shalt sow thy land. He's coming to it now. And thou and shalt gather in the fruits thereof. Six. The number of man, six. But the seventh year, thou shalt let it rest and lie still. Don't overwork the land. Six years, work the land. But the seventh year, allow it to rest. Agriculture. They teach you how to rotate crops. Not to continue to plant the same thing there year after year. But God's remedy for the land to heal. And we wonder why. We wonder why we have so many hurricanes and tornadoes and look like the weather have changed on us. Because we're not following the law of God. We've overworked the land. See? We overworked it. It's not speaking about us as individuals, it is speaking about society when it comes to your government. You got more corn now, amen, to feed many nations right here in the United States. But they throw away the chicken when you can't eat it. If they haven't sold it, they throw it away. They won't give it away. That's right. See? You got more grain now to feed hundreds and millions of people just at the United States. But they hold back. They continue to work the land, work the land, work the land, work the land, work the land. Now the land is saying, you're mistreating me. See? And so he says, Six years. The seventh year allowed it to rest. Isn't that, don't that sound like creation? Mm -hmm. <clears throat> if you can't get it in six, six days thou shalt labor. But on the Sabbath, you're supposed to what? Rest. Give your body time to recuperate. When you're young, you don't feel like recuperating. I can go for days. But when you get a little older, you wish you had a rest. Can I get a witness here? It goes to show it on your face, don't it? The world don't owe me nothing. You owe it yourself. You better take a rest. Settle down. Settle down. Don't try to do it all in one year. Y'all all right? I'm gonna let you go. Rest. We, I want to. I want to emphasize something there. Rest. Let your body recuperate. Rest. A children used to take a nap then. Nap time. You need to take a nap when you get a little older too. 
Take a break. Take a break. If you don't do nothing, just settle down and allow your body to recuperate. Rest. Because you'll never finish doing everything. How do I know? I don't care how much you clean, wash, and iron, and you still got to get out them clothes. And you ain't finished yet. They need washing. The tub need cleaning. Amen. They need making back up. So rest. Take your time. Allow your body to recuperate. I'm going to leave you alone. I hear Paul. And the master said, take heed unto thyself. I had to learn that. I had to learn that. Take heed unto thyself. I'll say it again. Take heed unto thyself. That means listen to your body. Before you can take care of anybody else, you need to learn to take care of yourself. Because if you sick, you can't see about the sick. Hello, somebody. And unto the ministry, there it is, that's the second part, unto the ministry. So if you working for Christ, Pastor, you, and you put all of your time into the ministry and not taking care of yourself, there's going to come a time where you wish you had to take time to see about yourself. So drink enough fluid. Take your vitamins. Amen. Get enough rest. Whatever that needs to be done, it can be done tomorrow too. So take your time with it. Amen. Rest. The Lord built the whole world on six days. But he rests. Listen to what he told the disciples. Come over hither and let us what? Rest. Amen. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen.